Welcome to the Soul Fire Podcast, where every day we talk about real life, real shit, real raw. On this show, you can expect us to dive deep into topics like marriage, parenting, money, business, feeling like you want to give up, fighting for yourself, just straight soul healing. This podcast is all about life. Hey there, it's Power Coach Alicia here, your source of fun, funny, exciting, entertaining, and educational life coaching, transformational speaking, and soul healing. We're talking about setting your soul on fire. I specialize in helping women put themselves first without feeling guilty, getting out of their own way, and finding themselves again. No fluff, no hand-holding, no bullshit here, just love, light, and peace as we journey through this thing called life. I'm sitting here waiting to go get my hair done and I just ate lunch and I'm thinking about how we go through life asking for specific things. Like we say we want things, you know, maybe you want really close friendships or you want depth to the relationships you have. You want a better relationship with your children and to feel more connected with them. You want to feel more connected and loving and passionate and all that with your partner, you know, whatever it is, right? We say we want these things. It's like, let's say you've been craving and wanting these things for years. It's like, why, when that shows up, do we look at it and go, "Mm, never mind. I don't want like, never mind. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want you. I don't want that. I don't want that energy. I don't want the relationship. I don't want to put forth the effort. I don't want to accept that. I don't want to welcome that. It's just a thought that's in my mind. It's like, why do we reject what it is that we know we want, what it is that we crave deep in our soul and what it is that we know that we deserve, you know, because we go through life wanting so much more and then either not paying attention when it gets here or denying it when it gets here. There was a time in 2015 that I was extremely sick and nobody knew what was wrong with me. And I was doing a lot of meditating. I think I meditated two or three hours a day to find my soul center and, you know, to figure out if that piece would just give my insides peace. I was thinking that maybe I was feeling the way that I was and was so sick because I didn't have enough internal peace. So I doubled down on that. I journaled a lot as well. I probably journaled an hour or two per day. And, um, I also wrote a couple chapters to a book called live your badass life that I've never released and I've never finished. But one of the topics of the chapter was my MBA to life mastery. You know, we'll go to college and we'll spend all of this money and we'll do all of this studying and we'll do all this work, right, to get a degree. And we don't take the time to put that same amount of effort into studying ourselves and the people around us. And I find it really interesting. I am obsessed with astrology. I love it so much. And it's really funny because if you bring that up to somebody who isn't really into astrology, they will 
they have this energy about them. It's like an ah, gotcha. Or a, oh yeah, kind of attitude or energy for most people. Most people don't believe in it, right? Like it's a religion or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, they don't buy into it. They don't think it's real, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, for me, astrology is very real. And it's a really big way to learn yourself at levels that you could have never thought possible and to learn the people around you so that you can have better, more in-depth relationships with them and then those relationships to feel so much fulfill, so much more fulfilling, you know? So back to the MBA to Life Mastery. It's actually an acronym and the M stands for make space, right? You make space for what it is that you're wanting. So we, we will go through life and we'll constantly ask for what we want, 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 declare what we want, cry about what we want, yell about what we want, right? Scream about what we want, throw a fit about what we want, whatever. We'll, we'll put out there what it is that we want, right? But sometimes you don't have the space in your life for what it is that you're asking for. And you never stop to think about whether or not you had that space. So you call it in, you call it in, you call it in, you call it in. And if there's no space for it to fit, it literally can't show up for you. It can't be here because there's nowhere for it to go. So it's like the secret says, ask, believe, receive, right? And then I'm like, ask MBA, right? <laughs> so you ask, you declare, you put it out there, right? You have that conviction. The next thing you do is make space for that to show up. If that, what you asked for showed up right now, are you the person that you need to be? Can you give back in a way that you are asking for in that relationship, that connection, that whatever it is, it doesn't, it, school, work, uh, do you have that space? Are you that person to attract that? You might need to make space within your being. You might need to make space physically, mentally, emotionally. You might have to make space just, I mean, in all of those ways, right? The B is being open. Be open to it looking a little different than you thought, it being dressed a little bit different, it's sh showing up slightly different than you thought that it would. Be open for that adjustment or that flow of what you're asking for to show up because you might see something one way, like this is how I want it. This is how I expect it. This is how I see it. This is how I feel it. This is how I envision it. All of the things. And the universe might be like, I mean, I know that that's how you view it, but what you actually need is this slightly edited version of what you're asking for. So if you're not open when it shows up and when it shows up, it doesn't look identical to what you thought it should you're never going to see it. And if you do see it, you're going to dismiss it. You're going to deny it. You're not going to give it the attention that it deserves or that it would need in order to be something for you that makes that difference in your life. It's one thing to ask, to declare, to have that conviction and make the space. You also have to let go of it looking exactly the way that you thought it would. It's one of the hardest lessons that I ever had to learn. And when I wrote this, 
whole, I mean, it's like a whole badass fucking chapter on the MBA to life mastery. This stuff just poured out of me. It was never anything that I taught before. It was never anything that I talked about before. It was like I was being channeled or was channeling through me as I was writing it. And I loved it so much. I got done and I remember crying and thinking like, I can't believe that I just wrote this chapter. And it, it's, it's so killer. I take the MBA and I break it down and I teach you how to apply it and, you know, all the things. But for the sake of this podcast episode, I want to give you the, the concept and the idea. So make space, be open. And the A is accept it when it gets here. Be looking for what it was that you asked for so that you can say yes to it. So you can scoop it up so that you can grab onto it so that you can actually have that as part of your life. You've got to accept it. Like I said, it may not look exactly the way that you thought, but you asked for it. You declared this. You had this conviction. You said that this is what you wanted, that you wanted to create and what you wanted to build and what you wanted to bring. You've got to accept it when it gets here, even if it doesn't look exactly the way you thought. There's this misconception that I have this idea and this image in my head, and unless it is identical to that when it shows up, I'm not going to take it. I once manifested a car that wasn't the exact car that I wanted. And the car that I wanted was a black BMW 3 Series. But the car that I put on my dream board was a silver BMW 5 Series. I didn't pay attention to the year that I put on my car, uh, put on my dream board of the car. I wasn't particular about the color and I wasn't particular about the model, except for I was, right? I chose a silver 5 Series BMW to put on my dream board, but in my head, I would still attract my black 3 Series BMW. I attracted the silver 5 Series BMW. So when it showed up, I went, hell yeah, I was excited about it. First ever BMW, it's a good car. Bought it from a friend. Like, I was so excited, right? And I got a little smarter. I was like, okay, I got this, right? Make space, be open, accept it when it gets here. I made space, like, I had the money, I was ready for the car, you know, I was open for it to show up, and however that looked, I was damn sure going to accept that car when I got here, and I did all of those things. But the next time I went, okay. I wasn't very specific. I wasn't very clear. I wasn't very direct about exactly what I wanted. I got what I wanted. It just was a little bit different. And I loved having that silver BMW. It looked badass to the day that my kid wrecked it. You know, it was a 2008, but it was still such an awesome fucking car, you know? Hey, are you loving this? To get even more soul fire, soul healing products, and to download the free gifts that I have for you, go to soulfirepodcast.com. Again, that's soulfirepodcast.com. And so then I put a black 3 Series BMW on my dream board while driving the silver one. And it was at a time in my life where I felt like, you know... Things just weren't aligning right. You know, financials were fine, but they weren't where I wanted it to be. Life was dull and stagnant. This car had been on my dream board for a while. I wasn't even thinking about getting a car anymore. I was fine with the silver BMW. It was like I had hit this place of complacency, if you will, with all these different areas of my life. I was just in this headspace of 
needing a, a change up. And I'm sitting in my sacred space and I look out the window and here comes Daniel pulled up in a BMW. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, one thing to know about my husband is he is not spontaneous. He does not make large financial decisions ever. And he's a huge penny pincher, saver, scraper. Uh, he'd rather drive a beat up car and have a ton of money than drive a nice car and have a high car payment. Like, that's the person he is. So he pulls up at this BMW and I'm thinking, what in the fuck is going on, right? Like, is uh, hell freezing over. He gets out and comes in and he says, let's go. And I was like, why are you in that car? What is going on, you know? He's like, well, they needed to do some extra work on the silver BMW and it's not going to be done until tomorrow. So uh, they gave me this loaner car. And I was like, okay. He's like, and I thought it would be good for you to get behind the wheel and really feel like yourself so that you can attract what it is you really want. It's like, who the fuck are you? You know, like I was so shocked because it's just not like him to be that way. And I'm like, wow. You know, so he, we get in the car and we go on this long ass drive and I'm in fucking heaven. Just saying to myself, like, this is my car. I am supposed to be driving this car. I deserve this car. I want this car. Like you realize now that I've driven this, that I'm not going to let go of the idea of getting my dream car. And now we've got to figure out how to make it happen. I'm like, we don't have the credit for it. Have no fucking money for a down payment. Like I, I don't even know how this would work. So then I was like, so I don't even know why you brought this car home and got me all attached to it. When for damn sure, I don't even know how this would work, but I guess we're going to go for it. He's like, I'll do whatever I have to to make it happen. Long story longer, everything goes without a hitch. I get the approval for the car. Um, and when we go to pick up the silver BMW, I'm picking up my brand new 2020 black BMW 3 Series. And that's the truth. So I get this 3 Series and driving it around and I just fucking loving every minute of it. Love the way that I feel in it. So connected to it. Make space, be open, accept it when it gets here, right? Like, I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't know how it was gonna, I was going to be approved. I didn't know how the financials were going to come together. I didn't know any of those things, but I made space. I asked for it by putting it on my dream board. I made space, like holding that space for it to show up, right? I was open for that fucking car. I wanted that car. However, it was to work out. And when it did work out, I did accept it when it got here. And I love that decision. Three years later, because I thought, well, I'll just, because I leased it. I was like, I'll just buy it. You know, I want this car. I love this car. And we're getting closer and closer to my lease being up. And I'm like, you know what? I really want a fucking M8, you know, those are like $200,000 cars, by the way. Um, <laughs> Like, I really want an M8. And they're fucking badass, you know. Matt, just, you just, it's just pimp as fuck. It, like, literally matches my soul. So, I put this M8 on my dream board for when my lease is up. That's the car I'm going to get. And it comes down to it. And I end up deciding on a 5 Series, which is the car I'm literally sitting in right now as I record this podcast episode. And, um... I get this five series because I decided that I wasn't ready to make that financial commitment on the M8. 
and I wanted it exactly the way I wanted it. I wanted the mat to be a purple mat. I wanted like I, the stitching to be purple. I wanted I want a custom ordered M8, not one that's just sitting at the dealership that I'm going to drive off the lot that is another black car, you know? So it's like, well, everything's hella fucking expensive right now, so I'm going to settle <laughs> for this 2023 540i. Such a badass car. And so I made space, right? And I was open. But when it came down to going for the M8, I just made some slight adjustments. And I'm still driving an awesome car. I still feel so good. I actually believe... I have had a 5 Series black BMW on my dream. I think it was on my dream board before my digital one that I made, funny enough. Um, so everything goes in order, I guess. I don't know. But the reason why I'm sharing this is like so many of these opportunities in life where we say that we want these things and we like, we want the black BMW 5 Series, but we are manifesting the silver, sorry, the black BMW 3 Series, but we're manifesting the silver BMW 5 Series. And when that shows up, we turn our nose up to it like, I didn't want you. That's not what I wanted. That's not how I wanted it. That's not what I asked for. But it was. That's what you asked for. What you thought about and what you designed were not connected. <clears throat> So you got what you designed and not what you thought about, not what you said you wanted, but what you took action to receive. It's like, just because it is a silver BMW 5 Series doesn't mean that you turn your nose up at it. It doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It doesn't mean that it's not a badass car. It doesn't mean that it's not taking you on that path to that elevation that you want physically that manifests in your soul. Like for me, I'm a Taurus. I'm a materialistic person. I love nice houses, nice cars. I like nice vacations. I stay in nice hotels. Like those are the areas where I do nice things. I love clothes. I love shoes. I'm a, I'm a materialistic person in those areas. I love that stuff. So yes, my analogy for you may not really connect because you're like, I could care less about a car. Not the point. The point isn't about you manifesting a BMW or any car for that matter. It's how we go through life, we do this with our relationships and the connectedness of those relationships, what they mean to us, how they feel to us. We go through life saying that we want these things. And when something like it shows up at three quarters or 90%, we look at it and go, well, that's not fully what I wanted. So never mind. It's like, what if those people, circumstances, places, things are your stepping stone to what it is you really, really, really want. What if those things are on that path for the growth and that connection and what it is that you need? And also to challenge you and say, are you sure? Are you sure that this is what you want? Yeah, it's what you've asked for, but are you sure? Because it's easy to say that it is what you want and it's easy to be wrapped up in that. But let me give you this so that you have time to really make sure that this is what you really want. And then go to that next level, go to that next level. And it doesn't, it doesn't always happen like that, right? That's not always how it all comes together. When I manifested my house, this house is 
95% what I asked for. I wasn't very specific about the swimming pool, I guess, so I have a pond in my backyard. I wasn't specific that I own the five acres, so I live on the golf course, right? There are some slight differences, but I don't look at my house and go, well, that sucks. This is a shitty house. It's beautiful. I live in a house that most people would dream of. You know, it isn't my dream home, but it's my near dream home. And I love it and I honor it and I respect it and I take care of it and I get pissed off when my family doesn't because what you ask for and receive and treat like shit, the universe will never give you more of or anything better. Let me say that again. What you ask for and receive and treat like shit, the universe will never give you more of. You'll never get that. You will never get more of it and you're never going to get anything better because the universe and that energy exchange is like, you got what you asked for, you treated it like shit, so why would you get any more from that and why would you get anything better than that? Right? So I live in my near dream home. My actual dream home is in the country on a five acre land, right? The house is smaller than this, the one I live in now. Maybe not smaller as in square footage, but smaller and in how many bedrooms. It's not a two-story, it's a rambler, right? Um, we have an awesome, entertaining backyard, lanai, patio, deck area, right? Like, I know what my dream home looks like, but I don't shit on the one that I'm in because I don't have my dream home. I connect to the one that I'm in because I love it and I appreciate it and I respect it and... I'm not going to let it go, right? I'm not going to treat it like it doesn't matter. How many things in your life do you want something better of? So the current thing that you have, you shit on. Maybe your body. Look in the mirror and go, ugh, that, that's shitty, that sucks, that's this, that's that. Look at your body and go, man, I've got banging tits, right? I've got a nice ass, a beautiful smile. I've got curves for days in all the right places. Of course my stomach's a little fat. That's the 10%. Of course my thighs are bigger than I'd want them to be. Of course my arms are fatter than I want them to be. Of course my face is a little fatter than I want it to be. But none of those things are the point. Those are the 10 or 15%. The 85% is the beauty that is me. And I can look at it through the lens of... You're never good enough body because you don't match the image that I have of myself. And I'm also not willing to do the work to create that image. So I'm just going to treat you like shit. Talk to you like shit. Look at you. Point out all your faults. God, could you imagine if someone else was doing that to you? Like, how would you let them be in your life if they looked at you and talked to you and treated you that way? Hell to the fucking no, right? Excuse me. So my point is that you got to ask for what you want. Ask for it with conviction and declaration and power and energy. Be clear about exactly what it is you want and what you're attracting and what you want to manifest and what you want to create. Okay? Be really clear about all of those things and put it all out there. And then you step into the MBA to Life Mastery. Make that space in your life for that. Don't park in the center of the, the garage or the driveway. Park to one side or the other so there's space for that damn car, right? Maybe if you only have one or whatever it is, like, do what you got to do to make space internally, externally. Are you the person that you need to be to attract what it is you're saying you want? I always say that. You could put the shit out there and you can say that this is what you want and you can declare all of these things, 
But if you are not the person that you need to be to attract them, you will not. They will never show up. When they do, be open. Be open for them to look a little bit different. To it not be exactly the way that you thought. Dressed exactly the way that you thought it should. Put together exactly the way you thought it should. Organized exactly the way you thought it should. You know, the pool is a pond and the this and the that. It's okay. Be open to that 20%, if you will, difference. Because that 20% is that opportunity for your growth and the things that you probably were missing. And then accept it when it gets here. Pay a fucking attention. There will be plenty of situations, circumstances, people, things that move in and out of your life to make that space so that you can accept it when it gets here. And if you aren't paying attention, it will go right fucking past you. And you'll say, see, this is what my life is always this way. This always sucks that this is that and the negatives and the victims. I'm telling you right now, if you just trust what I'm saying, and you take this and you live this and you feel this at these levels that what I'm giving to you here, it'll make a world of difference for you and your soul. And because I'm on my phone and I don't have my sign off completely memorized yet, we're going back old school. Say yes to yourself more than you say yes to other people. Give yourself some grace. And remember, it's always about progress, not perfection. I'm Power Coach Alicia, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Fire Podcast. You being here means the world to me, and I'm grateful for the time that you've dedicated to be here. And by consistently showing up, I firmly believe that you will transform your life. I'm so grateful that you've subscribed and you continue to share with others, spreading my message far and wide, because together we can reach my mission of transforming the lives of 1 million souls on their healing journey. Now to provide you even more support on your soul healing journey and address any questions you may have, I would like to invite you to join our soul healing community. Simply visit community.thesoulhealingzone.com. Again, that's community.thesoulhealingzone.com where you can connect with like-minded women, share your top takeaways, discuss what resonated with your soul and express your absolute favorite moments from this episode. I can't wait to read them. I'm so freaking excited to create more empowering episodes and continue supporting you. I am sending you so much love, light, and peace as we journey through this thing called life.